Well, good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Your Community Matters right here on Alternative Talk AM 1150 and through podcasts. So glad you're joining us for this half hour. Um, yeah, I'd really recommend maybe grab a pencil, a piece of paper, a scratch piece of paper, take down some notes. I will give out one bit of information that'll lead you back to uh, sort of the mother load of all the information you're going to need about the organization I'll be speaking with today. So be prepared for that. I am Eric Crema, your host, and this is a half hour program that really we talk to a lot of different companies, organizations, and individuals that are just doing really great things in their local communities. And today's guest is no exception. We have with us Harold Shea, who is executive director of YMCA of Pierce in Kitsap counties. We're going to be talking all about, you know, his personal reasons for working with YMCA. Get uh, really get it from the top echelon here of what's going on with the organization, how maybe COVID affected them, and so much more during today's conversation. So if you love YMCA like I do, the organization, uh, maybe you are a member locally, um, this is going to be the show for you. And uh, I hope you like it. And if you do, please forward this on to friends and family who might want this information. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll start this edition of Your Community Matters with Eric Reed. Five things you need to know about measles in 30 seconds. The vaccine was developed in 1963, and measles became rare in the U.S. But low vaccination rates are now causing outbreaks that may put you at risk. Measles is highly contagious and spreads easily when an infected person breathes or coughs. Measles can have serious complications and can be deadly. It's also easy to prevent with a vaccine that's safe and effective. Please make sure you and your loved ones are vaccinated. Learn more at nfid.org slash measles. And welcome back to Your Community Matters right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Learn more about this radio show at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. If you're listening via the podcast, it's on all the major platforms, or most of them, I should say. So uh, please reach out to friends and family who might want to learn more about today's podcast, Your Community Matters. Thanks so much for joining us. And speaking of thanks, I want to thank Harold Shea. Harold, welcome to the program. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Thank you for the opportunity. Not a worry. Now, I understand you're executive director of YMCF Pierce in Kitsap Counties. Um, tell me a little bit about your background, how you became you know, executive director of, of these two counties, and uh, what it's meant to you to, to hold this position. Well, thank you. I was meant for this job, Eric. Uh, I, <laughs> I love up, it. <laughs> I, I, I was. I really feel that way. Uh, by the way, my mom says I'm the only one of the six children that enjoy going to work each day, and that's very true. Nice. Uh, I'm the youngest of six, matter of fact, and I grew up in Seattle, played a ton of sports. Uh, we all volunteered at the church that uh, in the school that we attended. Um, I gave back and, and coached second graders when I was 14 years old, and mm. 15 and 16, and, and did a lot of different things at the school. But um, when I was uh, growing up, I went to Green Lake Community Center, and there was a gentleman there, a director, Malcolm Boyles, who really made a difference in my life. And I grew up going, you know what? I'd love to be a Malcolm Boyles. Hmm. And while I was attending Central Washington University, there was a degree called Recreation Management. And I had a guest speaker come in and talk about the Boys and Girls Clubs. And I thought, gosh, this is the job for me. I'd love to be back at Green Lake Community Center a boys and girls club, a YMCA, but this is the, this is what I want to do in my life. And I got that opportunity about six months after I graduated from central, 
a job came available at the Boys and Girls Club, and I absolutely loved it. And I loved that organization. Hmm. And I worked there for 15 years. And believe it or not, Eric, while I was working at the Boys and Girls Club, I was volunteering at the YMCA. And I was coaching my son's team, my daughter's team, volleyball, basketball, baseball. I was doing all these different things on my off hours with kids and having a great time. And one day, the executive director at the YMCA said, Harold, I think you should come to the YMCA. You're fantastic at your job, but you not only can focus on children 6 to 18, but you can all children of all ages, all the ways from cradle to seniors. Right. And I said, I said to myself, you know what, that sounds like a great opportunity. And I've now been with the YMCA for 14 years. Um, And not only do I work at the YMCA, but my son is a full-time director in Tacoma. My wife was the first person, actually my girlfriend at the time, while I attended Shoreline Community College and played basketball there. She was teaching back in the day aerobics at the YMCA. And then my daughter worked for three years running summer camps at the YMCA as well. So it's all in the family. Here. That's wonderful. Uh, what an amazing thing to have a position. And I can hear it in your voice uh, that you just get fired up about, uh, you know, even after all these years, every day is this new adventure. Every day, you know, you're helping someone or maybe changing people's lives. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it, it, and I smile every day at work. I laugh every day at work. It, it's just I love interacting with the members I mean, the most rewarding part of my position at the YMCA is not only hearing children and families having a great time, but seeing the impact that we make firsthand. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, if I can for a minute, I'll give you a story. Sure. We have a Live Strong program. And Live Strong is, is a program for cancer survivors that just went through chemotherapy. And it's building, it's a 12-week program, absolutely free because of donors that support the YMCA. Wow. And- we have these people come in and they work on balance, they work on strength, but it's also a support group. And I was at the first Live Strong program and was able to participate. And I'll tell you, one thing I learned very quickly, Eric, is have a lot of Kleenex around mm. because it makes you cry in the mm-hmm. stories that people share. And as I went through this program with these participants, the last day we had a celebration, we had a cake. And I had this gal, Mary, who showed up in a wheelchair to the first meeting. And as she went through this program of meeting with this coach two times a week in this group, she got stronger and stronger and stronger. And she went from a wheelchair to a walker to the last day when I called her name out to come up and get a gift certificate or a certificate, excuse me. Somebody went to help her up and she goes, I've got this. (laughs) And she pushed herself up on the chair. She walked without the walker and she got up there and got the certificate from me and said, Harold, I need to share a story. I said, absolutely. And she said, if it wasn't for the YMCA, if it wasn't for the Live Strong program, I wouldn't be walking like I am today. And she said, and last Saturday, I had my best day. I went around the mall for three hours with my granddaughter. I'm going to get emotional. Three hours hours with my granddaughter looking for a prom dress. Wow. He goes, I would never have been able to do that before this and with my cancer and my rehab, but thankfully because of this program and thankfully because of the YMCA, I can do that. You know, uh, that's an amazing story. And I, and I bet it's replicated time and again, uh, throughout all the YMCAs. Um, 
when I first met you at a recent uh, Tacoma Rainiers game and got to talking to you, even in that just brief moment, I could tell you were someone who was extremely passionate about what you do. You love helping people. You love the organization that you work for and what it represents. And so I wanted to have you come on this show for that reason and some other reasons to, to talk a little bit about health and things like that, too. Um, wonderful story. Can you for those people who are maybe they have a preconceived notion of what YMCA is all about, or maybe they've never even been in one of the facilities, maybe you can give us a bit of the background of YMCA, how it came to be, and um, some of its challenges and, and triumphs it's had uh, since its inception, and and, and uh, bring us up to speed uh, if, if we have audience out there that's just not that familiar. Sure. The, the YMCA actually started in 1844 in London. Wow. Uh, believe it or not, a 22-year-old named George Williams and his friends started the Young Men's Christian Association. And what they were looking at was they were seeing all these young men that were doing really up to no good on the streets. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to bring them in and start this group. And they started off by offering sandwiches and sharing about the Bible and getting those guys off the streets. And it certainly has evolved. It's amazing, really. In 1851, it came to the United States and started off in Boston. And of course, it changed from, it's still called the YMCA, but we opened it up to women mm -hmm. and we opened it up to children and we opened it up to all ages and genders and religion and so on and so on. But Eric, it, it, locally, the uh, Tacoma organization, it was called at that time, opened up in 1883. It's amazing. And uh, a lot of people, maybe a lot of your listeners, went for fifth grade outdoor education class at Camp Seymour on the Key Peninsula, but that started in 1905. 135 acre, uh, just beautiful grounds in their own bay and everything that kids can go and just be kids and learn so much out there. Uh, again, it happens, it's going on right now for overnight camp, and it's so nice to see the kids back there. But... Um, I was sharing with you at that Rainiers game that I'm actually the executive director at the Silverdale location and the Bremerton location. Yes. And, yes. and the Bremerton location was part of the armed services. Matter of fact, this year we are celebrating 110 years of the YMCA being in Bremerton. And it was called the Navy YMCA um, until they actually merged with the YMCAs of Pearson Kitsap counties in 2011. So a lot of history, a lot of changes um, whenever I have a, a new board member, advisory council member, I go through the whole history and they are always amazed about what the YMCA does. And I'll share one other fact. This is a trivia question that people will never get right. <laughs> what percentage of YMCAs are in the United States? The answer is 25%. Really? I, I, I actually thought it was just a, a, a U.S. organization. Most people do. Yeah. Wow, that's a fascinating history. I can't believe they've been around that long. And I'm thinking, you know, because one of my follow-up questions was going to be talking about the pandemic and how, um, you know, certainly it must have reshaped how things have uh, have been operating through at the YMCA. But now that I think back, I mean, even just the local YMCAs, the things that they had gone through from you know, the First World War, the Great Depression, Second World War, and on and on and on, and, and ups and downs in the economy and all of this, it sounds to me that the organization just keeps evolving. Absolutely. We were there for those wars. We were out there. It's amazing to see the, 
um, the videos and the information. PBS had just something incredible about the YMCA's of what they were like on the front lines of bringing snacks out to people, to uh, helping people, to mm-hmm. uh, doing recreation classes. It's it's amazing. I'm 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 always impressed. Again, I'm very fortunate to work for and support the Boys and Girls Clubs and the YMCA. Well, you've definitely informed me so far here, and I do want to give out the website um, that I'd like people to check out to learn more about the YMCA if it's something that they think might be right for them, or they just are curious, uh, simply log on to ymcapkc.org. That's ymcapkc.org and learn more there. You're listening to Your Community Matters right here on Alternative Talk AM 1150 and via podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our local radio station, please check out 1150kknw.com. Now, uh, we have about two minutes to break here, um, Harold, so I want to reintroduce you. Harold Shea, Executive Director of YMCA Pierce in Kitsap Counties. We're talking all about uh, his personal experiences, his family. It's amazing how much... Uh, the entire family is involved in the organization, and just um, the admirable work that uh, he, his family, and others, of course, are doing uh, for the constituents of YMCA. And the history just is amazing to me. So I'm hoping you're enjoying this conversation as much as I am. Let's talk, uh, as we go into this break, just a little bit about um, the pandemic and some of the early changes that had to happen right away. Yes, uh, the pandemic really hit us hard. Um, on March 13th, 2020, we closed all of our family branches. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really proud of the YMCA because they pivoted so quickly to provide childcare, free childcare for essential workers. Um, and we did that through our school sites and we partnered with our schools and we and partnered with, I mentioned Camp Seymour before, Camp Seymour was delivering free meals mm-hmm. um, for those kiddos. Uh, that were at the childcare, and it wasn't only for essential workers. When you think of our first responders, but those that they're working at grocery stores, gas stations, and so on, could drop off their children, and they could do the distance learning, so they could actually attend school at the YMCA childcare sites. So, although we weren't ha- didn't have our branches open, we served hundreds of thousands of children across Pearson Kitsap County, and that was not unique to just our. YMCA Association, YMCA's across the country uh, stepped up for those in need. Amazing. Amazing. I'll tell you what, we do need to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we have lots more to cover. Uh, I'm going to uh, go ahead and give out your website again. It's ymcapkc.org. Really quickly again, ymcapkc.org. You're listening to Your Community Matters. We'll be right back after this message. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. If you own firearms, it's your responsibility to make sure they're always stored safely. Hiding them in a closet or drawer is not enough. Kids know where they are. Research shows the risk of injury and death is lower if guns are stored unloaded and locked up with the ammunition locked in a separate place. This is important when children are young as well as when they grow into teenagers. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit healthychildren.org. And welcome back to Your Community Matters on right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150 and via podcast. I hope you're enjoying the conversation I have in studio with me, Harold Shea, Executive Director of YMCA of Pierce in Kitsap Counties. We're talking about the organization's history, uh, his own personal history, that of his family, how they got all involved, and what are some of the neat things that are happening 
at the YMCA. Um, so uh, lots more coming your way. Their website is, a, is an excellent uh, source for learning more about the organization, ymcapkc.org. That's ymcapkc.org. Harold, let's get back on the conversation. We just started to talk about the last 15 months, the pandemic. Of course, it's affected pretty much everybody uh, in different ways. Um, but something where there's a lot of indoor activities and things like that, it hit especially hard. So let's let's talk a little bit more about your personal experience and the organization's experience over these last 15 months. Thank you. It was, it was very difficult. Um, approximately 90% of our revenue comes from membership. And uh, for 175 days, we had no membership revenue coming in. Right. We were one of a handful of YMCAs across the country that decided to put everybody's membership on hold and not charge them. We asked if people wanted to join and, and, and support us financially um, through donations. And certainly some people did that, but uh, we dropped our, our, our revenue went from 75 million, Eric, to just over $30 million. Wow. And most, uh, and most of the staff out of the 2,500, we went down to 300 and most were working in childcare. Hmm. So that was very difficult, but come September, we reopened our family branches and uh, safely that was the focus was all on safety being the priority. And uh, it's been wonderful and uplifting to see staff return and especially members returning. And we're getting closer and closer um, every single month to what was normal pre-COVID. That's wonderful. And uh, are people who are coming back seeing changes internally when they come to the to the facilities? They do. They see changes. The first thing that they will, will notice is the spacing of our equipment. Mm -hmm. And so we have moved equipment around three different times, depending on what we were doing during the pandemic. If things that equipment had to be 300 square feet apart or had to be at least six to 10 feet apart from uh, each other. But uh, the spacing of the equipment is uh, one thing they will notice right away. Um, the amount of classes and the capacity of those classes has changed as well. So they'll notice that. But um, the other thing that they, that members really are enjoying is the addition of outdoor classes. People are wanting to go outdoors and do their individual workout, but do classes outside. So we have actually large tents that we do classes outside and people oh, nice. are enjoying those. Oh, that's great. Um, okay. So besides those changes, um, have you been reducing any classes or adding new ones or, uh, are you, um, kind of looking then ahead of, okay, what happens if we get a resurgence? So a lot of people are talking about the Delta vir uh, variant right now. Um, I imagine all of that is, is sort of part of your topic of conversation during your meetings. Always, uh, plan B, C and <laughs> D. Yeah. Um, we really are, are working on that behind the scenes at all times of what it's going to look like. And, and we, and a lot of times we do have to pivot at just a la, uh, last minute. We get notified that governors made changes and, and are we ready to go by Monday, for example? Um, and so it, what's great is that every single month we are adding more and more classes. And so people are being able to see things that they normally did. And with those classes, staff are returning as well. So they see their favorite staff be able to come back and offer kickboxing or a Zumba class or the Livestrong program instead of being just virtual in September, we're gonna be offering that in person. Um, diabetes prevention, our 
um, youth programs. It's great to see the kids, the toddler gym and the parent child programs coming back, swim lessons. They have over 600 kids in swim lessons and they've, they're safely spaced out, but mm-hmm. seeing kids, like I mentioned before, back in the Y is just fantastic. So lots of things uh, being offered and more and more each month, Eric. You know, I find it really interesting, the news reports, anecdotally talking with people and just news reports that I've read in, in newspapers and magazines and on websites, talking about the mental effect of of the pandemic and the isolation and uh, I think to my father-in-law, who absolutely loves going to the YMCA, uh, not just for the fact that it gives him some good exercise, keeps those joints moving, but also for the social aspect of it. And that's really important. Uh, and uh, he has certainly missed it. And I'm sure he's not alone. Um, there, There is an importance, is there not, of having things like the YMCA where people can look forward to going, seeing their favorite instructors, seeing their friends, and being inspired by others like some of the people you've talked about today. Absolutely. My wife is a fantastic master therapist, um, and she deals with uh, people that are just having the, the physical health uh, decline in mental health. And, and she tells me that a lot of her clients, the happy place is the YMCA. Hmm. And so they miss that for that 175 days. Um, I actually, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just had a vision. I I actually remember my father-in-law driving by sort of mournfully during the closure. And he would just drive by about once a week or two weeks. And he would tell me on the phone, if I'm talking to him, oh yeah, I drove by the YMCA. They're still closed. You know, (laughs) So, So you're definitely thinking about it top of mind. It's so true. And, and, and it was great to be able to see those members come back. Mm-hmm. I had members make comments to me that they, they purchased gym equipment and now it is, it is holding up their favorite jacket because as soon as the <laughs> Y opened up, they wanted to come back to the Y. And, and I would say one of the antidotes to depressive symptoms and anxiety is activation. And so the Y provides that outlet. Uh, with a variety of programs, but the face-to-face interaction, that sense of belonging, that can that can really supercharge or springboard someone on the path of well-being. And, and it's so important that the YMCA is that healthy spirit, mind, and body, but it's just that interaction. I'll give you one more example, Eric. Senior coffee. It wasn't about the great coffee we have to offer. It was about the opportunity to be able to socialize with Mm, others. mm -hmm. And as soon as we brought back senior coffee and senior games, our community room was crowded with people coming back. And I went up there and talked to them and they said, we missed this interaction. I've been alone. I lost my spouse years ago Mm. and I was missing the YMCA and I'm missing this. And thank goodness the Y is back open again and offering these programs. That's wonderful. let talk to me a little bit about uh, those people who have maybe been to the YMCA say a decade ago, or those who have never gone. What a will they expect when they, or what should they expect when they come to visit one for the first time? And uh, what are maybe some uh, suggestions you have for the f- sort of that first timer or the someone who hasn't been there for a while when it comes to joining and getting involved in the YMCA? Sure. Well, thank you for sharing about our website, because on our website, you can go on there and it says plan your visit. And you can follow those directions on exactly what it, it yeah, heads up kind of, so to speak, of what it's going to be like when you come into the Y. 
But if you're not vaccinated, we ask that you wear your mask the entire time. Mm-hmm. And um, as of right now, and things can change tomorrow, but for those that are vaccinated, you can choose to wear a mask or not. Um, but I would say the biggest thing if somebody comes in is to please ask for a tour of the YMCA. And even those that haven't been there in a while, ask for a tour. Let us show you around and show you how safe it is and show you the changes that we have made and implemented. But also, I'll give you an example, Eric, that some people come in just to swim and they have no idea of about everything else that we offer. And we joke that there's the YMCA is so much more than a gym and swim. And it really is. And so take that tour, take that time with one of our staff and, and learn about all the programs that we offer, because it is amazing. And it's why I still work at the YMCA today. Do you think that um, it's also helpful to to maybe take slow steps into it in a sense? So so for, for me, I, I am not a currently a member and, and I'm really strongly thinking about it. So there's some things that I'd like to do exercise wise, but I didn't realize how many programs you have, but I know something about me. If I, if I think, okay, I'm going to do all this stuff, I end up doing none of that. <laughs> but if I start with one thing and then suddenly a year or two later, I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, I've really changed for the better in these areas. Right. Um, would you recommend that or just take the plunge? No, no, that's great. That's great advice. And and take it easy because we have people that come back and go, oh, I haven't been back in, in 15, 16 months and, and so on. And I, t- I say, take it easy. Take <laughs> yeah, it easy. Sure. Don't think that what your workout was and what you could lift and how far you could run is going to be the same thing on day one because I don't want to have to revive you. I will, but I want you to be safe and I want you to be here tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And so take it slow join the class, whatever you excites you, and then try a week later or a month later, try something new. Mm -hmm. And again, our staff are here to help you and we will show you those things how to do safely. But it is very important, like you said, to to take it slow and then find things that you like, because it makes a big difference when you are exercising on things that exactly that you enjoy. Swimming is, is fantastic and it's really good for the joints. Um, water aerobics classes going against our lazy river current is very popular. And of course our fitness areas and classes and just going to play basketball and doing those things are wonderful as well. Well, I guess it all goes back then to the website where they can learn about the kids programs. They can learn about senior programs. They can learn about ones that fit them, uh, their demographic and their wants and uh, desires when it comes to getting healthier and living a, a fuller life, as you say, mind, body, and spirit. I know a lot of our listeners, that's top of mind with them. It's huge on their list, and they understand the value of, of getting involved in this way. So I'm going to give you that website again. It's ymcapkc.org. That's ymcapkc.org. Maybe you've been thinking these last 15 months, you know what? When we emerge, I'm going to reemerge. I'm going to be someone new. I'm going to, I want to improve myself in this or that area. Well, maybe this is a great first step. YMCA at ymcapkc.org. Harold, I normally do a uh, monologue at the end of this with giving some information and thanking you, but I'm going to do it here because I decided to run this segment longer. Uh, You're such a great guest and I'd love to have you back. Uh, because there's a lot we didn't really actually cover. I was, I'm looking at my questions. So, uh, but, but I did want to stop you. I didn't want to step over your words because they were uh, sage words indeed. 
Uh, thank you so much for being with us today, Harold Shea, Executive Director. Very much appreciate it. Have a great. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You, you got it. And have a great day, everybody. And if you do nothing else, check out that website, ymcapkc.org. Join us next time for another edition of Your Community Matters, where we talk about companies, individuals, organizations, and others doing great things within their community. Learn more at ymcapkc.org.